This call may be recorded or transcribed.
Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Troy the Finisher. Who's on the line? Good morning. This is Jacqueline. Good morning, Jacqueline. And happy Triumph of Tuesday to you. Thank you. And same to you. Happy Tuesday. Thank you. Good morning. It's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Happy Triumph of Tuesday to you. Same to you. God bless you. God bless you as well. Thank you. You're welcome. Good morning, Sister Lisa. God bless everyone on the call. Happy Chamber Tuesday. Have a great day. Hey, hey. Good morning, Sister Lisa. Happy Chamber Tuesday to you. Have an awesome day as well. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Charmaine the Finisher. I'm be greeted this morning. Anyone else just join the call and say good morning? Grace and peace, everyone. Same to you. Thank you, Susie. You're so welcome. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. This morning, this time I asked first. <laughs> okay. Great, great, great. That's good. That's good. You have a great day, okay? You too. Thank you so much. Anyone else just join the call and say good morning? Top of the morning, this is Sister Sabrina. Happy Tuesday. Good morning, Declare Victory. God bless everybody. This is Sabrina. Good morning to you. Happy Triumph Tuesday. God Thank bless you. you. You're welcome. Come on, brothers. Come on, brothers. Any men want to say good morning? Good morning, it's Brother Michael. Happy Tuesday. Brother Michael, happy Triumph Tuesday to you. Good to hear your sound this morning. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning, brother. Good morning. It's pretty Patrice. Happy Tuesday. Good morning, pretty Patrice. Good morning to you. Good to hear your sound as well. Good morning, sister. Good morning, brother. Love you. Miss you. Good morning, everybody. Happy Tuesday. It's Sister Tracy. Great morning, Sister Tracy. Good morning to you. Good to hear your sound. Happy Triumph and Tuesday. Yes, amen. Good morning. Good morning. It's Persistent Priscilla. Good morning, everyone. Persistent Priscilla. Good morning to you. Happy Triumph and Tuesday. Good to hear your sound this morning. Good morning. Good morning, Tarina. Good morning, Declare Victory family. It's Natasha. Natasha, good morning to you. Good to hear your 
Happy Triumphant Tuesday. Happy Triumphant Tuesday. Yes, yes, yes. We shall declare victory each and every day. Who else is joining the club? I want to say good morning. Good morning. This is Leomia. Happy Triumphant Tuesday. Love you guys. We love you as well, Mom. Happy Triumphant Tuesday. Good morning, morning. Wanda. Wanda, good morning to you. Happy Triumphant Tuesday. And who else was that? Good morning, sister. Good morning, Declare Victory. We are triumphant every day, but especially on a Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Let's get it. This Rochelle. I love you all. Love you too, Shell. Yes, let's get it on. Come on, come on. Any first-time callers want to say good morning? We love to hear your sound this morning. First-time callers. Good morning. Happy Tuesday. This is Cynthia. Cynthia, good morning to you. Happy Triumphant Tuesday. Any other brothers? Anyone else want to say good morning before I get started? Good morning. Happy Tuesday. This is Jr. Jr. Good morning to you. Good to hear your sound. Happy Triumphant Tuesday. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and get started. And everyone, and please check your phone to make sure your phone is on mute. Hello, my name is Charmaine the Finisher, and I'm your host. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are prayer called and meet Monday through Friday at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip in your walk with Christ. Continue to join us for the rest of the month of August where monthly themes and title focus. Each declare will discuss how their focus should align with God's plan in order to execute the work he has planned. Make sure you invite a friend so they can be blessed too. There is one announcement today. TNT Bible study is tonight. Prayer begins at 5.30 p.m. sharp, and Bible study will go from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. You don't want to miss the teaching from Pastor LaBelle Jones. It would definitely enrich your spirit. There is no new prayer request submitted by the app. The order of the call is prayer and corporate praise is Priscilla, Declaration, Jacqueline, then we go right to closing comments hosted by Declare. I repeat, prayer and corporate praise, Priscilla, Declaration, Jacqueline. Then we go right to closing comments hosted by Declare. The scripture for today is from Luke 9, 23. Then he said to them all, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross daily and follow me. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask you to put your phones on mute until it comes until they start to come off mute. And now I pass the call to the prayer warrior. Priscilla, everyone, please have a blessed and awesome day. Jesus loves you, and so do I. Thank you, Lord. Mm. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Glory to your name, Father God. We come before you, Lord, this morning. 
giving you our hearts and our minds, our first fruits of the day, Lord Jesus, honoring that you are sovereign. Your supreme power and authority, Lord Jesus, we adore. Lord Jesus, your word that surpasses all of our understanding. We thank you for it, Father God. We thank you, Lord Jesus. We glorify you. We honor you. We adore you. We thank you, Lord Jesus, that you loved us so much that you pursued us and chased us down, Father God, until we understood who we are and whose we are, Father God. As we walk it out, Lord Jesus, more and more you bring the truth, your supreme truth, your authority, Father God. You make it real to us, Lord Jesus. We thank you for it. Father God, you didn't have to do it, but you did it, Lord Jesus. The covenant, Father, that you did for us so we could come to you with boldness, Lord Jesus. Come to you and have a relationship with you, Father God. Come to you and ask you questions and you answer it, Lord Jesus. I thank you that you're not like man, Father God, that you have no need to lie and you don't need to repent, Father God. I thank you that you're closer You're closer than a friend and a mother, Lord Jesus, that you have all answers and all truths, Lord Jesus, and that you'll never lead us, Father God, nor forsake us, Lord Jesus. I thank you, Father God, because you're right here, right now. You gather because you say we're two or more gather in your name that you're present, Lord Jesus. And I thank you for your presence, Father God. I thank you for your throne of grace and mercy, your abundance, Lord Jesus, Father God. I thank you for answering prayers quickly, Lord Jesus. Jesus, and I thank you for allowing us to tarry, Lord Jesus, because in that there's a purpose, Lord Jesus. In everything that we do in you, there's a purpose, Father God. I thank you, Lord Jesus, for you reveal, Father God, to us more and more and more, Lord Jesus, Father God. I thank you that you tell us to focus on your word, Father God, for those whose minds who stayed upon you will stay in perfect peace, Father God. I thank you for that peace. I thank you for that peace in the midst of whatever we're going through, whatever we find ourselves, Lord Jesus. You give us that peace, Lord Jesus, that surpasses all understanding, Father God, in the midst of whatever it is, Lord Jesus. I just can't thank you enough. Because I have tasted, and I have seen, and I have known, and you have shown yourself to us, Lord Jesus. That's why we come every morning, Lord Jesus, thanking you for this platform, thanking you for declaring victory, Lord Jesus, thanking you for the declarers, Lord Jesus, thanking you, those who tarry, those who were, Father, obedient, Lord Jesus, that set up this platform, listening to you, because you are perfect. And they understood it, Lord Jesus. They understood it because you allowed them to understand it, Father God. I thank you for that. I thank you that your tender mercies are new every single day. If I just contemplate on that, Father God, if we just stay right there and say what you're looking at, Father God, we're looking at your word. We're looking at your tender mercies today. We're looking at your, we're focusing on you, Father God. We're looking at your perfection, Lord Jesus, not ours, Lord Jesus. Oh God, oh God, oh God. I just thank you, Father God. I thank you for the focus in you, regardless, Lord Jesus. I thank you. I just can't thank you enough, Father God. And Father God, I I, finally, I pray for my brothers and sisters, Lord Jesus, that whatever is true, whatever is honorable, let us focus in on that, Lord Jesus.
whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, Lord Jesus, whatever is commendable, if there's any excellence or anything worthy of praise, oh, Lord Jesus, help us to focus in on that. We can't even do that without you, Lord Jesus. We need you. We recognize that we need you for every single thing, Lord Jesus. And, Father God, we humble ourselves before your throne of grace and mercy. And we say, have your life, have your way in our lives, Lord Jesus. We give up our bodies. We give up our minds, which you tell us is our reasonable sacrifice. Because when we think about you and we think about your power and we think about your sovereignty, Lord Jesus, it is our reasonable sacrifice. Because our soul just cries out, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, God, oh, God. Oh, my brothers and my sisters, take your phone off of mute and begin to praise him. Give him your best praise. <laughs> Right there, Lord 
God. We thank you for that, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Lord Jesus. We just give you all the praise, all the honor, and all the glory, Father God. We can't thank you enough, Lord Jesus. We cannot thank you enough, Father God. Oh, Father God, I thank you, Lord Jesus. I thank you that you are a maker. I thank you that you are a redeemer, Lord Jesus. I thank you that you restore everything in us, Father God, that you make things perfect, Lord Jesus. We will stay here, Father God. We will tarry, Father God. We will, we will understand. We will ask the right questions, Lord Jesus. We just give you all the praise, all, all the honor, and all the glory. I can't thank you enough, Father God. I can't thank you enough. Use us for your glory. Wherever we go, Lord Jesus, help us to understand who we are. Help us to understand our gifts, Lord Jesus, that we don't have to do anything because you said our gifts will make room for us, Lord Jesus. So we just show up, Lord Jesus. And we show up and we we lean into you, Father God, and not our own understanding. And I pray, I pray that you raise up the mind of Christ in, the, in us, Father God. Continue to do so, Father God. Father God, you said, let this mind of Christ be in you that was also in Christ Jesus, Lord Jesus. And that's what we want, Father God. And this is why we're here, Lord Jesus. I pray that it's pleasing to you because we desire to please. And we gather for no other reason because of you, Father God. We just give you the praise, all the honor, and all the glory this morning. I thank you for allowing me to come before this magnificent platform and to offer up my prayer to you for us, Lord Jesus. I thank you, Father God, for this opportunity. I give you the praise, the honor, and all the glory in Jesus' name. And I now pass the call to the declarer. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bless your name. Come on, family. Let's think of something that we're grateful for right here this morning as she has cried out. God, we thank you. Oh, God, we thank you this morning. Grateful hearts, thankful, thankful, triumphant Tuesday. Hallelujah. God, your word declares you always cause us to triumph. You teach our fingers to fight and our hands to war. So we're thankful unto you this morning, Lord God, and we bless your holy hallelujah and your righteous name. You are our focus. You are our the center of our attention. Our focus is on you. And God, it compels us to give you praise. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah. I pray that you all have something on your mind this morning. Come on, get something on your mind, something on your mind that you're grateful for, something that you're grateful for this morning, and not because what you're normally grateful for, but I want you to go in and get something that you don't normally think to say I'm thankful for. Sometimes we, we are thankful for our mind. We're thankful for our health. We're thankful for our strength, but I want you to get something else on your mind. Charge yourself to think of something new today. Don't be generic. Come on, what are you thankful for? What are you grateful for? Get it on your mind. Get a new focus. Bring something to the forefront of your brain this morning. Bring it up out of your heart. Hallelujah. What are you grateful for? Grateful, 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 grateful. Maybe it's a full tank of gas. Maybe it's a a quarter tank of gas. Maybe it's a couch to sit on. What are you grateful for this morning? Gratefulness, gratefulness. We're focused. We're focused, we're focused, we're focused, we're focused this morning. Bless the Lord and hallelujah. Hallelujah. Good morning, declare victory. Good morning, good morning, good morning. We bless the Lord. Hallelujah. 
There really is none like him in all of the earth. Hallelujah. We bless his holy and his righteous name. We thank God for the ability to speak well of him, to declare victory. We are more than conquerors through Christ who loves us. That's what the word says. That's what the word says. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I chuckle in the middle of this. I've, uh, I shared a message on Sunday, and there's something about speaking well of God and declaring his word and knowing that God himself backs his words. So you have backup. You got backup when you declare the word, when you declare the word, and there's victory in Jesus. There's victory in Jesus. And so I sometimes say that there's a gangster that comes out when I preach, and I feel her already this morning as I'm sharing. So y'all just don't mind me. I'm just excited to know that God himself declares that his word always accomplishes what he sends it out to do. It never returns to him void. So we don't have to worry about when we mix in our stuff, then we might be in trouble. But when we're saying what he says, oh, we have great confidence that he is going to accomplish the very thing his word was sent to do. So as we declare things and we say things from the word, and the person looking at you might be wondering, mm, I don't know about that. You can look at them square in the face and just tell them, that's all right. You don't have to believe. It's true anyhow. It's true anyhow. Never been a, in a fight a day in my life and I told the people, I'll fight you in the street if you don't believe that God loves you. I might not want to say to you, but I do, although I do love you, but people like to argue, God loves you and so do I. Well, I said, you know what? You might not want to believe that I believe you, that I love you. But listen, God loves you, and I'll fight you in the street about it because his word says it, and that makes it true. Argue it if you want to, but you go lose it every time. God loves you. Come on. God loves you. And then when that's your focus to know that whatever is happening to me, that God loves me, according to his word in Romans 8 and 28, all things are working together for the good of those who love him and are the called according to his purpose. We're going to talk about focus and how we can pull ourselves out of some thoughts and some places today because it's about what have I put my mind to? What, have I, what am I allowing myself to think, to see? What am I magnifying in this moment? He gives us all kind of information in the word, all kinds of instructions, prescriptions, uh, recommend, not, they're, not, they're not suggestions or recommendations. They're instructions that we are to follow and we can come out of these pits, out of the miry clay, out of these bouts of depression and uncertainty, anxiety and frustration, whatever it is, by simply doing what? Focus. Taking time to focus. Taking time to focus. Good morning again. Good morning again. God, we greet you. We thank you. We honor you this morning. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for breathing even in this place. Thank you for opening the eyes, our eyes. Thank you for showing it to us uh, thank you for allowing us to see the words that are being spoken. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We bless you, Lord God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Here we are on day 15, day 15 in the month of August, and there have been several days where focus, focus, as there's a theme for the month, the word is used daily. Isn't it amazing how God uses his, his vessels? And what he does in each of us as we hear the message, there's a declarer that says their part. And some people, I still think, how are you going to talk about this different every day? But after you spend a little bit of time and just knowing how vast our God is 
and how we cannot exhaust him, I promise you, if you stay with it, you will hear some things that are the same, but he can take the same word and open it up to you and say, I never saw that before. It's as if it was a different word, but no, it's just God breathing on it, Holy Spirit opening it up unto you and you being able to see it, to see it. We're speaking words, but we're able to see it and we can see it a different way. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. This morning, I'll start with the definition, a definition. We may have already said that this month, focus, focus, as defined in the dictionary, one of them, it is the center of interest or activity to pay particular attention to. The center of interest or activity, pay particular attention to. Yesterday, our brother, he said, as he was inviting everyone to wave, he says he uh, took sign language or he knew a little sign language. And so he uh, was waving back at individuals. But I want to bring sign language into the call this morning and share with you and describe to you. I want you to try to do this in your mind's eye. If you are familiar with sign language, then you absolutely will know what I'm, what I'm saying or describing. And that is the difference between the sign for the word focus and the word, the words pay attention, focus and pay attention. If you can imagine while with your right hand and your left hand held up on the side of your face, almost attempting to provide blinders or to block the sun from the left side of your face and the right side of your face, just literally holding up your hand, holding up your hands, one on the left side, one on the right side. And with two very quick motions, you take your entire hands and move them forward very quickly two times. That is the sign for focus. How many of you are doing it? You may chuckle like, am I doing this right? I may make a video and share it later, but I want you to get this image. I want you to get this image. This is, excuse me, this is the sign for pay attention. It's two quick thrust forwards. Pay attention. Imagine trying to get your children's attention. You're in the choir stand at church and come on, come on, moms and dads. We're looking at them across the room and you see that they're doing something that you know you told them not to do and you get their attention. And now you want to cause them to do what? Pay attention. So it's telling them to bring their attention forward. Stop looking at all, everything that's happening going around in the room. Stop talking to your friends and you better not have a game in your hand. I want you to pay attention, pay attention. There's a difference between paying attention, however, and focusing. So the word focus in sign language starts similarly. Your hands are on the side of your face, open hands, open hands, and you're going to point your fingertips forward. And as you motion your entire hands on the sides of your face forward, you're going to almost create a funnel as you move forward. And the description is you're creating a, sh a you're narrowing the you're narrowing what we're paying attention to because focus is the center of interest or activity or to pay particular attention to. This morning I had the opportunity to spend time with my oldest granddaughter. She's 13, and knowing that we were talking about focus today, I asked her when she heard the word focus, what did she think about? What did she think about it? She began to explain to me what she understood it to be. And I said, when you hear the word pay attention, what do you think? And she told me she believes the words are synonyms. She wanted to make sure she was using that word correctly. And I assured her, yes, synonyms, words that have similar meanings. And then I explained to her that there's a slight difference between paying attention and focusing. 
I said, as I'm driving, I'm paying attention to what's happening. And you may say, pay attention to the road, pay attention. I said, but someone might say, but make sure you focus on the road, focus because there's snow or there's a storm, there's something happening. Hey, you want to focus. So it's a little bit different. And I want to make that distinction for us today. I want to give us uh, several opportunities to consider how focus shows up in our lives. I'm a, I'm a major sports fan. We're going to get to the word. We're going to get to the word. We have scripture. There's no, there's no way we can exhaust God. But I've shared with, with you the ASL or American Sign Language definitions and the distinctions between the two. And a picture really does go a long way. You can see a picture longer than you can hear or remember a sound. If you add an image to it, I was reading that you can hear a song or you can hear a sound and remember it. However, if you add a, an image to it, it will last longer. So for those of you who are on social media and have understood the value of reels and stories or short videos, people are not re reading as much, or I, I want to say some people, because I really want to resist the notion as nothing is absolute. It's not true that we're not all reading, but we're encouraged to not make long posts. And depending on who you're talking to, it may be generational, but the younger generation would tell you, ain't nobody reading all that stuff. And then there's another generation who's held the newspaper in their hand while holding a warm cup of coffee sitting saying, no, I would read the post. So understanding how to deliver a message to all of your listeners, <clears throat> excuse me, um, we are being conditioned to not read things, to not have a tolerance for reading something instead of seeing it and hearing it. So for, for the sake of, of, benef of benefiting or maximizing your, your impact and your messaging, it is helpful to have a sound and an image, but a sound alone doesn't last as long as a sound that is accompanied with an image. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. I'm thinking of the scripture to see him high and lifted up. Isaiah, he said, in the year King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord high and lifted up and his train filled the temple. It will be one thing to know it or to hear it, but to have the image. Can you see the Lord high and lifted up? When we think about Jesus and knowing that he was crucified and that he was he was hanging there on the cross to know it or to hear it, but to, to then imagine his body that was just gorily beaten and bruised and ripped to shreds. He was unrecognizable. If you didn't know who it was on the cross before they placed him there, you would have to wonder, who is that? Because that's how unmercifully they beat him. So an image, sometimes we need to lean into the image to focus, not just know the scripture or to know the story, but let's add an image to it. And it might cause you to fall on your knees because while he is our savior, he endured the cross for us. When you think about it and then you add an image to it, it causes it to stay with us longer, to stay with us longer. So in sports, we talked about sign language. We talked about sign language. Those of you who may have played basketball, like basketball, coached basketball, had people in your life, there's a term, see the ball, see the ball, focus, focus, focus. You can be the best catcher in the world, but if you can't see the ball for for in, in football, they say uh, the bread basket, see the numbers and, and the quarterback is that the instruction is to get the ball, see the number. So we got two things being seen. The one throwing the ball is looking at something, his target, who he's throwing the ball to. So we have to aim it at something. And then the one preparing to receive the ball has to 
see the ball coming toward them and then prepare their hands to catch it. It's the same in basketball. See the ball, see the ball. The ball is coming. The ball is coming. The person passing the ball, the person passing the ball, paying attention, paying attention and knowing that this thing is coming my way. I, I, am, I have a, a, a young lady in my life who is a surgical, surgical tech, and I chose to ask her a question recently as this phenomenon of people having uh, had surgery and an instrument being left in their body. I'm talking about focus. I'm talking about focus, and we're going to get in the word. But I asked her about um, her role in the, in, the, in the room, in the surgical, in the room, in the operating room, in the operating room with the surgeon, and if she's able to do that. And she told me. And I said, I'm intrigued by this fact that there are times people have had surgery and had to go back in because they left an instrument in there. And she said, yeah, that's, that's the responsibility of the surgical tech because we're supposed to be watching the surgeon and receiving from them the instrument that they were using. And I, for some reason, we got to talking about how the instrument is placed in their hand. And I want to tie this into a relay race, a relay race in the baton. So I want you all to think about uh, if, if this was MASH, I'm going to date myself. I don't mind telling y'all that the age of 52, born in the year of our Lord, 1970, I thank God for 52 years that he has graced me to walk the earth. And if he allows me to see October, then it will be year 53. But having heard in movies, scalpel, the way they would yell scalpel or the way they would say it. But if you remember when, when a, in a scene of a of an operating room and a surgery taking place, the surgeon very firmly almost slaps the instrument in the hand of the individual. And so I asked her, do they do that? And she said, yes. And I thought, well, why is that? She said, it's to make sure it's in your hand. I got to focus. I'm focusing on what's being placed in my hand. The baton that is given to the runner. It doesn't matter. You could be Florence Joe Griffin. You could be Gail Devers. You could be the fastest runner, Jakari, uh, um, I can't think of her name, but I know Kari is in it. But if you're a relay runner, you got to not only have speed, but if you are running a relay race, you will be disqualified if you drop the baton. So the handoff, there's a technique in how you hand it off, what side you hand it off on, but there's a firm grip. So you got to be able to feel it in your hand. So to drop it very firmly, place it firmly in your hand. Do, are we holding on firmly to the word that's been given to us? When we get it, when we get it, the Bible t tells us that seed was sown, but sometimes it is found on the ground. It's just, uh, it's just on uh, ground that is fallow. It's not, it's, and fallow ground is good for nothing. You got to break it up. The wind can blow it away or the birds can come and eat it. So it has to be able to be firmly planted and placed so that it can take root. So we've talked about ASL. We've talked about seeing the ball. We've talked about runners on a relay race and surgical techs and the surgeon handing off firmly. Focus, 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 focus. Let's talk a little bit about focus. Some women might, might not agree, but this was my experience. This was my experience. And we have scripture that will help us see this, help us see it. I want us to see it. But giving birth to children, focus is very important, and it makes a difference in our experience of the pain that is sure to ensue with having children. It's a part of the process thanks to the first mother of the earth. Her name is Eve. As a result of the decision she made to be tricked by that serpent, that slew-footed serpent, serpent, we have pain while giving birth. But there are some techniques like focus, focus, 
take your mind off of what's happening, take your mind off of what's happening, and you can endure this pain by taking your mind off of it and focusing it on something else. You may choose to have an epidural. You may choose to have a cesarean. Some cesareans are not by choice, but the ability to have a, to give birth to a child with all of the pain from going from zero centimeter, centimeters to 10 and then giving birth without any medical, any external medicine or support, any pain relief. For four of my children, that was my choice. Not because I was a superhero, but I was afraid of the needle. So I had to learn how to do something different. I had to focus on my breathing. I had to focus on, get a focal point, put my mind on something. Isaiah 26 and 3, he said, it says, you will keep in perfect peace all who trust in you, all whose thoughts are, are fixed on you. Those who keep their minds stayed on you will be kept in perfect peace. If you were to ask someone who says, I just need some peace, we can unpack that and kind of help them out and ask them, well, what are you thinking about? If they need peace, that means they don't, they may not have it, they're in search of it, but let's help them understand that God says, I will keep you in perfect peace, not just peace, in perfect peace if you keep your mind on me. We might not want to believe it, but the word is true. We established that already. It's true. And if you set your focus on it, you will have perfect peace. Very quickly, I want to tell you a story about a man whose, whose name is Anthony Ray Hinton. And I can't recall if I shared that here before, but Anthony Ray Hinton lived in Alabama. And at the age of 29, while cutting the lawn of his mother, who he lived with, yes, a grown man at 29, lived at home with his mom and he was cutting her grass. And here comes some sheriff's uh, officers to his backyard. He said he stopped and asked the gentleman, what is it I can help you with? Why are you here? They explained to Mr. Hinton that they were there to arrest him because they were charging him with a murder that he did not commit. Mr. Hinton told them that you've got to, you had to have made a mistake. You had to have made a mistake. It's a very interesting story. I want you all to consider reading it and take a look at the book that he wrote, The Sun Still Shines or The Sun Does Shine, the story of a man who was sentenced not only to the crime, he was found guilty of the crime he did not commit, but he spent 30 years, 3-0 on death row, 30 years on death row. But Mr. Hinton realized after three years of being in that cell, this five by seven cell, listening to the cries of other individuals waiting to die, smelling the flesh of individuals who were execute or who were in the execution chair just 30 feet from where he was, his cell was, he said he did not speak for three years, but after hearing someone give this, just belting this cry, he cried out, this man, with the, another man on death row, and he asked, what's going on or what's wrong? And the man had lost his mother. He found his voice that day, and he spoke out, he said, because he thought of how much he loved his mother. But Mr. Hinton decided to do something. He said he realized that waiting to die was no way to live. His focus was on death. His focus was on death, but he was still alive. And he said that was no way to live. So he changed his mind. He had to get a new mindset. And he began to focus on things outside of the jail cell. He knew he did not commit the murder, but that did not, cha that did not change the decision of the state of Alabama to find him guilty of murder that he did not commit and sentence him to the death chair, to the death penalty. So he said he began to travel in his mind. 
to travel in this mind. Colossians 3 and 2 says, set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. When we are thinking about what's happening here, not because we don't have to go to work, not because we don't have family re responsibilities, not because we don't have goals, aspirations, and desires, but when we are thinking sometimes about those things and we miss what he says about the things that I have for you, set up your treasures in heaven where moth does not corrupt them. He says, set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. Hebrews 3 and 1, therefore, holy brothers and sisters who share in the heavenly calling, Fix your thoughts on Jesus, whom we acknowledge as our apostle and high priest. Come on, let's refocus. Let's refocus. Let's focus, focus, focus. Mr. Henson said he began to think about things outside of the cell, like going to Wimbledon, like having tea with the Queen of England, like this and like that. And it helped to preserve him and to get him out of his current situation. So sometimes just by choosing to focus on something else that's around us while you are having a difficult day, maybe you can focus on something else. Let's get a song in our heart and let's get out of this coworker, this wayward individual that's in our path. I can shift where I am by focusing on something else. Focus, 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 focus focus, the center of interest or activity, or to pay particular attention to. Focus, other words, synonyms for focus, center or focal point, center of attention, the hub, nucleus, heart, or cornerstone. The cornerstone, by definition, is a stone that forms the base of a corner of a building, joining two walls. Jesus is the stone that the builders rejected, but he is now the cornerstone. He is now the cornerstone, making he through Jesus is the one God through whom made a better covenant, bringing both the old covenant, but forming a new covenant. He is the cornerstone and therefore our focus, our focus. Let's go to the word. Let's go to the word. Mark chapter four, we're in the New Testament, Mark chapter four, and we're continuing to talk about focus. Focus, focus, focus. And we're challenging you. We're challenging us this month to think a different way, to focus, to pivot, another synonym, to pivot, to pivot, to shift from where we are and to focus our minds on things above, to get out of these things that have bogged us down. The, the scripture challenges us. You were running well. What hindered you? I want to suggest that our focus got off. We began to look at something else. Mark chapter four, beginning at verse 35, as evening came, Jesus said to the disciples, before we continue, Jesus is in the proximity, in the presence of the disciples. We are having a human experience in this moment with Jesus, 100% God, 100% man, but he's talking to his disciples and he's speaking to them and he says these words, let's cross to the other side of the lake. Let's cross to the other side of the lake. I want to I want to lean in right here when Jesus said some says something we should take heart to what he says and believes what he says it's not only possible but it's what's going to happen. In verse 35 Jesus is speaking to the disciples and he says to them, "Let us, not me, not you, but us, them together, let us Jesus and the disciples, let us cross to the other side of the lake. 
Verse 36, so they took Jesus, the disciples, in the boat and started out. It sounds like they took him at his word and set out in the lake by use of this watercraft, the boat, leaving the crowds behind, although other boats followed. Verse 37, but soon a fierce storm came up. High waves were breaking into the boat and it began to fill with water. What about the story has changed? What about the instruction has changed? One thing, the elements external to the boat. Jesus is in the boat. The disciples are in the boat. The instruction that was spoken before they got in the boat still stands. Jesus' words did not dissipate. They remain, let us cross to the other side of the lake. What word has God said to you that you can remember, that you can remember, but now as a result of soon a fierce storm came up, a challenge came up, an illness came up, a financial report came up, something, something came up, something came up, but what comes up does not change the word that preceded the things that came up. That's what I want us to focus on. I want us to focus Jesus is the cornerstone. He is our focus. So soon a fort, a fierce storm came up. Again, high waves were breaking into the boat and it began to fill with water. Jesus was sleeping at the back of the boat. Which boat? The other boat? No, this boat we're talking about, this same boat, this same boat that is experiencing a fierce storm the waves that were breaking into the boat and the water that is coming into it. Jesus is in the same boat and Jesus is asleep. Have you ever looked at Jesus's posture in the middle of your storm? Have you chosen to see what the cornerstone, what is he doing in the middle of the storm? What is he doing? What is he doing? Something about focus that I read is that when taking naps is a a very important thing for our brain. Why? Because when we wake up from a nap, we function differently. We actually remember things better after a nap. One study shows that information given to two groups, those who took a nap and was quizzed on it, they their retention was 85% versus those who did not take a take a nap, it was 60%. <clears throat> Excuse me, I give us this because we are triune beings made of body, soul, and spirit. And so even the way our brains work, created by God, this is still, we are his, his creation. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. But Jesus was asleep in the boat. And if in the middle of our situation, if in the middle of these high winds, if it's in the middle of the, the threat of a recession, what does that have to do with those in the kingdom, by the way? But if in the middle of these things that have come up, we can choose to see the posture of the position, the placement of Jesus, perhaps we could take comfort and instruction and mimic what he's doing. Jesus is asleep in the back of the boat. With his head, he's not just sleep, y'all. His head is on a cushion. There's a difference between a nap that you take on a couch. There's a difference between a nap that you take at your desk at work or sit in your car. But when you have a pillow, you are intentionally planning to sleep, to get a pillow and go to sleep. Jesus was sleeping at the back of the boat with his head on a cushion. The disciples woke him up shouting, The storm didn't wake him. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. The storm did not wake Jesus. 
but it's the focus of the disciples. And they ran to Jesus and they woke him up shouting, teacher, don't you care that we're going to drown? They don't say, teacher, there's a storm. They don't say, teacher, the water is taken on boat. No, they pronounce their doom. Teacher, don't you care that we are going to drown? How does, how in contrast, so there are their words to what Jesus said. Jesus in verse 35 in Mark chapter four, let's cross to the other side of the lake. 39, when Jesus, when Jesus woke up, when Jesus woke up, he rebuked the wind and said to the waves, silence, be still. The King James Version, it says, peace be still. Those are two different statements. He speaks peace. He speaks quiet. He gives instruction to this, be, be quiet and be still. Suddenly, the wind stopped and there was a great calm. Then he asked them, why are you afraid? Do you still have no faith? Where's our focus? Where's our focus? I want to suggest today that our focus can help us in our faith, maintaining our faith, our faith. Faith is what pleases God. He sees our faith. For without faith, it is impossible, impossible to please him. Why are you afraid? And I'm asking us that today. Why are you afraid? Do you still have no faith? Well, in the area where faith is lacking or needing to be built up, I call for a focus for us today, to focus on what he said. The words, let's cross to the other side of the lake, came before the storm. Did Jesus know that they were going to get there? He absolutely did. These men were skilled mariners. They had experience with the Sea of Galilee. They knew how to navigate through this. There's something that we already know how to do. We can look at past victories. We can read the word and be reminded the same way God saw me through this, he'll see me through, he'll see me through this. He saw me through that, he'll see me through this. Maybe you gotta go back and remember. That's what David did when he looked at Goliath. The Philistines were known for their size, but here he is over nine feet tall, taunting the entire army of Israel. And this little shepherd boy says, who is this uncircumcised Philistine? Come on, covenant language. What do you know about yourself in contrast to what's happening to you and around you? When you focus, get, a, get an image. Who is he and what he said about you? Who, <laughs> my goodness. Who? We're going to insert a joke right here. Bill Withers has a song. Who is he and what is he to you? Who is, who is Goliath and what is he to you? Who is Goliath and what is he to you? What, is, what does this uncircumcised, uncircumcised Philistine have to do with the living God? God of heaven's armies who's with you. This entire army is terrified by the threat of this man, but this shepherd boy has the right appraisal of who God is. David says, I remember when, the sh when my father's sheep were attacked by the bear and the lion. And y'all, doesn't, he doesn't just defend against it. It says the, the sheep was in the mouth of the bear, of the lion, and I took the sheep out of the mouth. He went right to the face of the of the predator. 
he didn't just scare the predator off. He removed, snatched him. Hallelujah, God. I thank you that we have been snatched out of the hand of the enemy. David said, I snatched it out of the mouth of the lion. Come on. So he's looking at, he's looking at Goliath like, I did that for my father's sheep. Who are you? uncircumcised Philistine. What situations are presenting themselves in our lives that are no match for our living God, for God and the God of heaven's armies? Focus, 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 focus. Get your focus. Come on, focus. You go to the eye doctor if you've ever had it. I don't know. For the young people, y'all might not have had to do that yet. But when they test your eyes and you need eyeglasses, they, they take the information based on what you have presented so far, and they put this machine, and they're now getting your prescription. They're trying to get it fine-tuned, and they say, when you look at this, tell me when it's clearer with one or two. One or two. Then they, then they make continual adjustments, and they'll ask you again, three or four. And when they get to certain um, measurements, they say, or is it about the same? When they begin to work on blurriness or, for me, with astigmatism, various things, but one or two, we're trying to narrow it down and make this as clear as possible for you. Focus, 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 focus. Let's get our focus, get our focus, focus. Lastly, I'll share this. Very briefly, I read an article about focus and vision. And it says that our vision trumps all other senses, our vision, our vision. Despite being one of our five main senses, vision seems to take precedence over the others. We can hear a piece of information, and I shared this, I touched this earlier, but we can hear a piece of information, and three days later, you'll remember 10% of it. Three days later, you'll remember 10%, but add a picture, and you'll remember 65% of it. Flashcards for children when we're teaching them words or the alphabet, just the letter, just the letter A, 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 okay, but add a picture to it, A for apple, Okay, now I can have this association and I'm, my ability to retain it has increased by adding an image. Pictures, best, peach, pictures beat text as well, in part because reading is so inefficient for us, our brain sees words as lots of tiny pictures. Our brain sees words as lots of tiny pictures and we have to identify certain features in the letters to be able to read them, that takes time. Vision is so powerful that the best wine tasters in the world have been known to describe a dyed white wine as red. Vision is powerful. Vision, but we're talking about focus. So not just the ability to see or to pay attention, but to focus. Come, let us go to the other side. Come, let us go to the other side. Before we open the call, I want to pray that we can hold on to what it is that God has spoken, that he would seal it. I thank God for his word and how he has opened it up to us today, how he's opened it up. And I pray that each of you have something on your mind that you're going to have greater focus on, something that you can go back and remember that Jesus already said to you, what was said to you in your verse 35 that you can speak to when verse 37 comes along. Come on, Job, in chapters one through uh, two, but then in, verse, in chapters 
four through about 41, when he remembered who God was and God had a good conversation with him, come on, God challenged him. But then in 42, he had to get his focus right. When he, when he prayed for his friends, get your focus, get your focus. So father, we thank you today for your word. Thank you, Lord, for this theme of focus. Thank you, Lord God, that we have the ability for our minds to be stayed on you and you would keep us in perfect peace. That's what your word says. So God, I pray that today as we choose to set our minds, that we change the channel, we change the focus from what we have been looking at. We realize what you have said, Lord God, and you would keep us in perfect peace. I thank you, Lord God, for our minds, our will, that we would set it on you in the name of Jesus. Shift us, Lord Lord God, from where we have been to where it is that you have always designed and destined for us to be. Hallelujah. Your word says, and now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing, fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Keep putting into practice all you learned and received from me, everything you heard from me and saw me doing. Then the God of peace will be with you. I thank you for the promise of your word, Lord God. I thank you for the assurance of your word. I thank you that you're watching over the over the earth for your word, to hasten your word, to perform it. So we send your word today. We speak your word today, oh God, and we will get to the other side. That's what you have said concerning us, oh God, that we are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus who loves us. And so, Father, we walk in victory. We hold our heads up today. We declare victory and our focus. We have laser focus today, laser focus today, oh God, and our eyes are set on you. Early this morning, we have set out to seek you. And the promise is, according to your word, we would find you. You said, if you seek me, we would find you. And we would search for you with our whole hearts. Thank you, oh God, for getting us to the other side. No matter the storms, no matter the wind, no matter the water that's overtaken us, no matter what, we focus on you. For this, we thank you today, God, and we bless you. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Focus, 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 focus. Okay, family, for the men that are on the line, we want to bring you in first. For the men on the line, the men on the line, we want you to come on and say good morning, good morning and share. The men on the line this morning, the call is open to you. Yo, 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 yo. Good morning, family. Real declaration. God bless. Good morning. God bless. Any other men on the line want to say hello? Okay. Any ladies on the line that did not say hello? We're just saying hello. Want to say good morning? Want to say before we go into love, life, and victory? Any first-time callers that did not get to say hello at the beginning of the call? First-time callers. We'll start first-time callers on the line that did not get to offer their sound and would like to say hello this morning. Good morning. Good morning, it's Diane. Good morning, Diane. I heard someone else. Who was that? Diari. Good morning, Diari. Welcome to Declare Victory. 
Good morning. Good morning. One, one more. Who was that? Good morning. It's Miss B. Good morning, Miss B. Good morning. It's the love, Barb. That was an amazing declaration. You brought that like a boss. Thank you. Amen. Good yes, morning. Good morning. Yes, she did. God, you praise. Hey, Moxie, it's Moxie. That was a great hey, question. Sis. Love you, sis. Hey. Love you. Good morning. Good morning. It's Corey. Good morning, Corey. Welcome to Declare Victory. Thank you for calling. Thank Other you. Other first-time caller. I'm sorry. I heard someone. I said Nicole's here. Good morning. Good morning, Nicole. Welcome to Declare Victory. Anyone else? First-time callers? First-time callers? Okay. Well, we're going to go into love, life, and victory, love, life, and victory, where we can ask questions, comments, observations, takeaways. Uh, Let's talk about focus. Love, life, and victory. Good morning. Top of the morning. Good morning. This is Sabrina. Um, thank you for your declaration. I love the love that's going to declare victory. And I love how you broke it down about focus. That's just the mm-hmm. Holy Spirit talking to me, telling me to stay focused. No matter what, Sabrina, stay focused. Amen. Thank yes, you, stay focused. Yes. Going on mute. Good morning. This is Sister Tracy. Thank you so much for uh, that amazing declaration on focus. Um, This weekend I had the opportunity because I work so much. Everybody knows I I work three jobs. And I said, you know what, I'm going to take some time out. God said, you need to take some time out just to reassess and readjust and realign. And I went out to San Jose and wind up inviting a few of my friends who chose. It was like, I'm not going. I'm like, well, I'm going to still stick to my what God told me to do. And on Sunday morning, I was listening to some praise and worship. And it said, oh, the glory of his presence. And the Holy Spirit came into my room and something happened. I was like, Lord, these people in this place is going to call the cops on me because I'm in this white area or a Caucasian area. And I just wanted to say, because I was obedient, there was something that happened that morning that shifted. And I felt like 20,000 pounds of weight had been lifted off of my shoulder with the death of my mother and, you know, other things that happen that life brings us. I was able to just be obedient and focus and not get distracted. No phone, no computer. So I just want to say thank you, Declare Victory. And I just want to say thank you for the declarers on this call who keep bringing the word. And just, I love you. That's it. Amen. Love you. God bless you. Good morning. Comments, observations, questions, anyone? Good morning, Jack O'Land. Good morning. Woman of God. Preach the word. I'm going to tell you, like I told Jonathan, I'm going to need y'all to stay off my notes. 
I was gonna ask Tasha to move me up on the no Tasha, I'm just playing. No, don't move me up. Please give me a spot. Anyway, just to tell you, great word this morning. I, Mark four and thirty five through thirty nine is one of my favorites. Um, keeping our focus on on who he is. Amazing share this morning, sis. Amazing. Amen. Amen. You're such an awesome cheerleader. Thank you, Shell. Good morning. This is uh, wonderful, Wanda. Thank you for your declaration. Um, Good morning. It just blows my mind how whatever I'm going through or whatever I'm thinking or whatever I'm pursuing, um, I can get on the call and it's like it, it hits directly on. So yesterday morning I had an eye appointment at Kaiser. Um, my my vision has been real blurry and um, words are, are dancing off the pages in books and I have glasses, but the glasses that I have are um, not the right prescription. So I do the eye exam and um, the Holy Spirit just touched me when you start saying, you know, when they ask you to look into the lens and they say, is it one or is it two? Two or three? And so mm-hmm. I, I, went, I went through that part fine. And then she said, I need you to look over here and keep both of your eyes at this finger, which I had to focus. And I, mm-hmm. I, I had the hardest time focusing on her one finger. <laughs> she had to re- keep redirecting me. And I kept questioning myself on the inside of me. I was like, dang it, why can't I focus on her finger? You know what I mean? And I I, I correlate that to life um, and, and things that I need to be paying attention to or focus. And I did the example of the two hands up above my eyes and two quick twists forward. And then I did the one where you point the fingers and narrow the you know, your, your, your vision. Um, and it just, it just, um, all tied together to my eye exam, what I'm going through. And just to me, it's just like God shot. It it was a God shot this morning for me to, um, just pay attention at what I need to pay attention to, but I need to be focused on other things other than what I'm paying attention to. And and sometimes I I put the both the two together and it's it's not it's separate. So thank yes. you again for your declaration. Yes. Well, thank you thank you for that. I want to I want to lean in right there as you said. You know, so you they're getting they're getting your vision uh, the prescription set with you know. But then now I'm going to challenge you, and so that's what I believe is happening is that we are and here's a finger in front of you. you you're seeing fine, and and we're going to make some adjustments. But now I need to see this. So that's what happens sometimes is that something is presented to us and we have a choice. We're, we're thinking, I'm good because I can see you, yeah, but how is your focus? I'm about to test that. And, and the work that you did, and that's what we have to do, even not just with our vision, but in our spiritual walk. Not just be comfortable that, yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm moving around. I'm, but I'm going to try to let's, let's hone in and, and bring it to this point. Let's focus on this. Oh, I'm having a hard time. But with, with diligence, self-discipline and control, back to June's theme, I can, I can do it. 
I can I'm a, I can right. focus. It's, it's, I got to rewire. I got to do something that I that I'm not used to doing because we think we're multitasking and that's we don't we we don't really we can't do that. But I'm gonna be able to focus. I got to bring my attention to a single point, and that takes that takes intentionality. So thank you for sharing that. Thank you. Good morning, Miss Jacqueline. It's Dee Dee. Can you hear me? I can. Hi, Dee. Okay, I'm. Hi, I'm outside, but waiting for the baby to come in. So thank you. Oh wow, so much you shared this morning. First, let me just commend you, sweetie girl. When you said four babies with nothing, I was like, who that go? I get it. <laughs> but when you change your focus, like you said, so for me, I'm a little older. I'll be 56. Thank you, Jesus. If, like you said, willing God's word, it is what it is, 56 November. And so for probably 40 years of that, I suffered from ocular migraines. And so, you know, that, that affects your vision, for those who don't know. Like you, you become blind. Um, you get triggered before an onset. So when I realized that I retired in 2015 from a job that I had been on for 30 years, then I realized I hadn't had an ocular migraine since, like it's what, 2023? But then I started thinking about what I was focusing on when everything was going on, if that makes sense. So I had to stop focusing on things I couldn't control. I mean, some of it is dietary because there's a lot of things you can't have if you have, if you suffer from ocular migraines. But when I really focused on me and my breathing and so when you were talking about delivering your babies even now when I feel like pain in my body if I think about what I've been focusing on a lot of times it's stuff that don't have nothing to do with my physical body I hope that makes sense even now being at work at 5 15 I'm in California waiting for the babies that don't come in at 7 it's giving me time to just focus because nobody's here so I'm focusing on Sometimes it's not all good because you got to get through. But I just appreciate, you know, your 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 share and the way you broke down focus, you know, paying attention and focusing. Your your analogy this morning was amazing. From the boat to, to storms that come in our lives, when we take our focus off the word, because if it's if it's his word, it won't come back void. It's not what we say; it's what he said. So his promises yeah. are yea and amen, no matter what we're facing. So I thank you, and God bless you. That was just so needed this morning. Dee, Dee I, I'm about to listen. We, this, we, don't, we don't promote violence, but I could throw my whole shoe at you, sis, because um, on a prayer call, Saturday mornings at 6 a.m. Eastern time, we've been praying this praying since 2020. But the Lord gave one of the uh, intercessors the word ocular clarity. So the fact that you ocular migraine, I can't wait to I can't wait to tell show Lenore my eyes as I'm looking listening to you like what? Ocular, what? He says, wait, I'm sorry, got, you got me out. The, I'm about to holler out back here. Listen here. So ocular, we we pray for ocular clarity on a regular basis on that call as he leads us as that comes up. We didn't even know what that was, but he it came to one of the intercessors. And so for you to you not use but to state ocular migraine. And we pray for ocular clarity. There's people, other people praying. I'm not suggesting we're the only ones, but I just want to tell you that that we regularly pray for ocular clarity, and so that we would be able to see clearly, more clearly, more clearly. So thank you for thank you for sharing that. Comments, questions, observations, Jacqueline. 
I'm going to need yes. you to hang up and start all over again. Why this declaration. Did... I'm sorry, I didn't even announce myself. This Tanya, not Tanya. OMG! Like, I was on the edge of my bed. <laughs> Girl, that was some good, that was some steak, mother steak, rice, gravy, greens, hot water cornbread, yams, macaroni and cheese, followed by a German chocolate cake made by yours truly, kind of stuff, with a Diet Coke. Ah! Listen, listen, there's so many nuggets, literally, that you that you gave, and I loved how you forced us to focus when you repeated key words or key phrases. You did it on purpose. I know it was on purpose. I, I followed, like I was, like I could, you know how you, um, I'm sorry, let me focus um, so that I get my words together. You know how when you are watching someone deliver a message and you focus so much on them like or not you me watch somebody like you look at their teeth you look at their lips as they're moving in my with my spiritual eyes mm-hmm. i honed in onto everything that you were saying this morning was dynamic sis it was dynamic anyway I'm gonna go because I want I want to scream and stuff. You know, it was really good stuff. Thank you for sharing. But, well, you know what? I'm so I'm so glad uh, that you shared that because I think oh, I remember when Apostle Garner was on and he said, "I realize this is an early morning for those of you on the West Coast." And so I'm, I'm glad that I didn't lean into let's just be dainty and quiet. Like no, I'm gonna give y'all what he gave me, and it, I do feel like we had about a tent revival around these parts. But that's okay because I'm gonna give you what he gave me because I'm not gonna get in trouble. So, <laughs> oh, for somebody that might not have, you know, those who are hungry for it, blessed are they that hunger and thirst, for they shall be filled. So there we go. Boom. Thank you, Tanya. Who else? Anyone else want to comment, ask a question, share an observation? We're in love, life, and victory. Yeah, this is Shirley. I love the fact that you spoke about sign language because this is something that I do. And you, you, and it's funny because, because I do it so often, pay attention and that focus is slightly different as you said, but it's the emphasis. So when we sign pay attention, our emphasis is a little bit more than when we say just pay attention because we are trying to get them to center in to yes. almost uh, go into a tunnel vision, and yes. it's almost like the blinders wear a horse. This is how we sign it, when a horse wears the blinders. When you're wearing those blinders, you you can't even see what's on the left or the right, even if you wanted to. If your focus is that strong, you will not allow anything to come um, the, through the, you, you can't jump over the blinders, you can't go around it or anything. And I love the fact that you said that because they cannot hear, they do focus on the hands and our hands play an important part. So thank you for, for sharing that. And that's how we have to also do it. We have to hear it differently the way they hear it differently. So they, they can't rely on voices, sound or anything else. But they, for some reason, they're able to focus because they are paying attention. 
And I think you have to pay attention even before the focus can even happen. So I want to share. Thank you very much. Thank you. My the thirteen year old that I mentioned that I asked that about, she said, Nola, it makes me think about horses and how they have those things to cover their eyes to help them. I thought, Oh, very good. So God is so amazing. Connecting points. My pastor says he writes in cursive. He is connecting these things together. Thank you for your share. <laughs> good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's never again. Hi, Joyful. Good morning. It's never morning. again. I, thank you. Thank you. Um, I, because of some distractions, did not hear all of the declaration, but I am grateful to be able to go back and listen to the playback. And I just thought about when you said, you asked us in the beginning to think about something we're grateful for that we normally um, wouldn't call out. And I thought about being grateful for the infrastructure of Declare Victory and the people who have contributed to this platform that we call in every morning. At one point when it started, it was seven days a week. Um, And people were given of their time and their talents and their voice to create this space for us. And the fact that I missed the call, but I can go back and listen to the playback, I'm grateful for that. So I wanted to say that. Um, And then I also wanted to, I think it's interesting that the word distraction has come up because I'm dealing with some distractions. And I realized as I was reflecting on some things that it's been going on for about three weeks. And what struck me in my quiet time last night is I thought that, wow, we, we were coming from purpose, going into focus. And last month, I think that I was really in a good place as far as working on the things that I need to do so that I can, um, you know, focus on what God is calling me to do. And then here comes this distraction and I'm getting, you know, knocked off my square. And <laughs> right as we're talking about focus, right? Um, so just to hear, I'm looking forward to, again, just going back to listen to your, listen to your share and to being mindful of how distractions uh, take away our focus and how it's so important just to to be laser focused and to do it do a temperature check that temperature check to see how am I doing am I focused on the right things yeah I'm busy and I'm moving and I'm doing all of that but is my focus in the right place and when it's not uh, making sure that we make the adjustments so that we can get back on to uh, where we should be so thank you thank you for um, your obedience. Um, thank you for uh, your commitment to the call and, and all that you do for the people around you. I appreciate you. I love you. And um, that's it. Thank you. Never again. I love you too. And thank you for your uh, for commitment, your faithfulness to the call. So thank you. Thank you. We just, we when we identify the distractions, you know, we have a choice. We can continue to acknowledge a thing um, but then the, there's a step that requires we don't stop at acknowledgement. We need to decide to do something about it. So you got it. Comments, questions, commentary, anyone else? Good morning. This is Jubilant Juliet. Good morning. Yeah, I truly love that decoration. And I was thinking about when you were talking about um, Jesus and him being in the boat and him giving the assignment. Maybe think about, you know, our, our, our hearts being the boat that Jesus resides in and how we can read the word and still get the assignment. But because, we're, you know, we're not like really, we can read the word, but not focus on the word that when the distraction comes, we get frazzled. 
And so it's, I just really was thinking about, you know, um, so it's not about reading. It's about, um, you know, like you said, applying that focus. You know, mm-hmm. whatever your situation, whatever you're going through, being able to apply that focus because there's a word for everything that you go through. You know what I'm saying? For every situation, there's a word. So it's not about just reading it on a day-to-day basis, but it's also, you know, focus, applying that focus in the situations that you find yourself in. So, because yeah. once you put the word in, it's there. You know, I find myself sometimes, you know, you can be reading the word and then all of a sudden you're talking to somebody and you, you don't, it just starts coming up. So it's, it's important to get the word in. But when mm-hmm. you're going through some, situation or when God is giving you an assignment, you know, of focusing, <laughs> you know, focusing on the, on the words of that assignment, you know, letting that be your, your, you know, is the, the, the focus of your destination is what, you know, what he gave you. But anyway, that's what I thought yeah. about. But the whole thing was great. I just, that just was just honing in on that. Amen. I love it. He he opens up the same the same word. I mean, F O C U S, five letters, and here we are, continuing to glean, to gather, to receive, um, something that we didn't have. And even if the def- even if you use the same if we use the same word, but today it sounds different, and tomorrow it'll sound different. He is after something, and I'm glad that we you know that we lean in and listen to what he's saying to us about focus. We're still here for Love, Life, and Victory. If you have a comment, don't be shy. If you haven't ever shared, want to share, now's the time. Good morning. Good morning. This is our brother E, um, husband of of Jubilant, and uh, I was just getting ready to come in, and and just like my wife, who, who knows my mind, she started talking on the same thing I was really going to talk on, but <laughs> so I had to uh, refocus my thoughts. Um, first of all, let me tell you, um, woman of God, that was a great declaration. Uh, and as you were talking, I thought about a few things. First of all, I thought about um, some of the things that sometimes if you're on Facebook, you'll <clears throat> people will put things on like, uh, now, I'll just give a couple examples. Like one, it'll be like a tree or something like that, and and you're paying attention to the tree, but the, but the instructions are see how many faces that you have on that tree. So it forces you to not just pay attention to the tree, but focus on what the tree is actually revealing or what's actually being revealed in that picture. Mm-hmm. Or another or another example is that. Um, there'll be a circle and it's got a lot it's, it's, and you can see it's a circle and it's got colors in it and everything and it's got a, a multitude of dots but <clears throat> the instructions will be can you see the number in that uh, or, or whatever letter in that picture and it causes you not to just to pay attention to what you're seeing, but to focus past what you're actually seeing, to go deeper into that picture and see if you can see the message or 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 the dots. And I, I thought you were very excellent, um, brilliant in talking about 
we can pay attention. Like my wife says, we can read the word. Uh, we can even listen to a sermon, whatever. But God is always call, calling us to go to that next level. And that's what focusing means. Okay, it's not enough to understand. Uh, and I thought about my big sister Tanya when she was talking about uh, Mary and Martha. We see these stories in the Bible. We see these gospel stories, Old Testament, New Testament. What, what God is really at uh, calling us to focus on? What is the meaning behind some of these stories? What is God trying to say to me? What is God calling me to look further into this picture? And mm -hmm. and and for me, paying attention is understanding. And yes, I I I I know the story, or I see the picture, or I'm in a certain situation, and I I, I know where I'm at and where I'm you know and, and what the environment is. But what is God calling me? How is God calling me to that next level to really focus? Really focus, to really go to that next level to see exactly where God is putting me in this situation, whether it's a, a, a period of, of trial or it's a period of triumph. What is God calling me to focus on, on myself? Or who is God calling me to focus on? You mm -hmm. know, to, to to either minister and everything, and so I just I just thought it it was it was um it was great that you always that you that you and how you called that and focus is always a process. We're always continually focusing, you know, just like the word. I can read a certain um, passage, but the next day, you know what I'm saying? Because the Holy Spirit, I'm in a certain situation. The Holy Spirit calls me to see. Okay, this is what God is calling me to do in this situation or do now. Yes. Amen. Thank you, brother. So my dec yeah, so my declaration is is that we're all trying to get to the other side. And so my focus is that I'm not focusing on the storm or a external, but I'm always trying to focus on where God is leading me. And what God is, is is ultimately wanting me to be, and what my desire is to, is to get to the other side, because that's what God directed us to. God bless you. God bless you. As you as you share that, there's a game that was played at a at a baby shower, and a tray came out. A person came out holding a tray with several baby items, and the instructions are. Um, I, I don't know if the instructions are to write down what you see or just the tray is going to come to the table. I would have to think about it, but not to belabor the point. However, the, the deduction is to write down or to remember everything that's on the tray, everything that's on the tray. I think they just come to the table and they show it. So there'll be a pacifier, a, a onesie, different babies, different things for the baby. <clears throat> the person walks out of the room and then the instruction is given that they're told you're going to give a timer, get your pen, and we're going to write down what you saw. But you know what they asked? What was the person wearing? So it wasn't, if you didn't know what to focus on, then you think that the person's attention was drawn to the tray. And in preparing, I was also thinking about um, particularly at a, any basketball game, but maybe we're in the final four, game is on the line, the player is on the free throw line it's on if the game is on them the game is on this individual it's contingent upon their making this shot 
and there's all of these things in the sand, there's noise, there's uh, things that people hold in their hand, you know, different things going, 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 and they have to focus. They have to block out like that blinder for the horse. I got to focus on get your cadence, trust what you know, do what you know to do in this moment. Don't let the noise, don't let these visual things happening around you. Don't let the taunting words, come on enemy. He's saying stuff all the time, but focus. You have the ball in your hand. You know, you've done this several times. You don't get to the final four and not have had an opportunity to make free throws. But I got to be able to do this in the midst of everything else that's happening around me and trust the one that's with me and do what I know to do. Come on, let's put it up and let's hear the net. Let's hear the net. Let's go on and get this win. Anybody else? I'm going to say one more thing on that. This Tanya, not Tanya. One more thing on the baby shower game where um, everybody is ticked off at the person who was paying attention. <laughs> oh. They like, what? I had no idea, right? But isn't that like life? We, we, somebody is focused on I'm going to get past this situation. I am going to overcome this particular thing. It doesn't matter how much it hurts. It doesn't matter um, who talked about it. It doesn't matter who stabbed me in the back. It doesn't matter um, that I've lost. It doesn't matter that I am displaced. It doesn't matter because my focus, yeah. focus is on the yeah. end result. But there are people along the way who, because they won't focus, will, that will throw daggers at you. Okay, that's mm -hmm. another declaration mm -hmm. for another time <laughs> yeah and they're mad and you know what we do most people if and, and you can get tricked by the game particularly if you've never played it but we start going off of what we saw them in wait a minute okay she my daughter she left home with me so I'm trying to remember it's, I didn't even look at what she was wearing because I was looking at the tray I was focused I was focused on what was being suggested to me to focus. So come on. Thank you, Holy Spirit. There are things that are being presented to us, and we are thinking that that's what we should focus on because that's what's in front of us. But if we don't remember what he's already told us to do, we will, like the end of life is not a game, like those individuals, well, that's what you put in front of me, so that's what I focused on. You should have told me I should have been focusing on her. He's already told us what our focus should be. It's us that choose to look at the tray and try to figure out pacifier, baby food, diaper, uh, wipes, whatever else. I didn't tell you to look at that. You chose, just because it was put before us, that's never what I told you to focus on. They were not supposed to look at the water and the winds. They were to be focused on getting to the other side. So it happens, it's a game and it's a trick, but it's, it's like, it is a game and it's fun, but come on, the enemy uses that. It's deception. I put something in front of you. I'm going to make you think that this is what you're supposed to be focusing on. Images, Instagram. Here's the picture. This is why little girls are dressing like this. A man asked me once. He told me, um, I, I like the way you dress. It's very modest. And I'm trying to help my daughter. I said, the first thing I asked him, I said, well, you're going to have to change what images you have in front of her. What is she allowed to look at? She's wanting to dress based She's wanting to dress in a way based on what she sees. I said, put something else in front of her. Put something else in front of her. That's exactly what Lot did when his uncle Laban tried to trick him out of his inheritance or his earnings. He said, uh, give me all of the spotted, the speckled, and the black animals and let us leave. I want to go and I've, I've created a fortune for you. I want to go take my wives and live somewhere else. 
Well, his uncle was upset, just a trickster, as was, but anyway, did I get their names wrong? Uh, Abraham, no, Abraham, whose nephew was Lot, and then he went and worked for his uncle, worked for his uncle, not, y'all know who I'm talking about. Yeah, he, worked, is, he went to work for Laban, I believe. Laban, you, you, so Laban that, was the yeah. uncle. That's Jacob. Jacob. That's Jacob, I'm like, wait a minute, okay, okay. Jacob and Laban, Jacob and Laban. Thank you. But uh, Laban decided, okay, I'll give you what you asked for. But he took all of the speckled, spotted, and black animals and gave them to his sons, and they went on a three-day journey. So Jacob looked around like, yo, where, where is my... But he did something very strategic. He went and took the bark of the tree that was in front of the watering trough where the animals went to mate and to drink, and he stripped the bark on those trees, and they be, they then had spots. And so when they made it, based on what was in front of them, they would come on Holy Spirit. They reproduced based on what they saw. So Jacob, Laban expected, well, all I'm going to, they're going to reproduce um no, there will be no spotted, speckled, or black animals because I've taken all of them away. But they reproduce after what was in front of them. So what we're reproducing, what have we been seeing? What have we been looking at? What have we been listening to? There's a correlation. There's a correlation. So be careful what you focus on because you're going to reproduce after that. Anybody else? Good morning. Good morning. I was just listening to what we were talking about, focus, and um, I wasn't going to say that until um, I heard um, Tanya had said something. So um, my focus is, um, I'm, all right, I go to, I'm doing a 12-hour shift, and I'm working with this lady that have uh, that had a brain tumor, and I have to focus on when she's trying to talk, because it's hard to understand what she's saying. And so I have to really be attentive to what she's saying. And sometimes we don't get it. Um, and then sometimes she can spit it out. But the majority of the time, it, it even though I'm focusing, it's really hard to understand what she's saying. So I'll start doing stuff to um, to see if that's what she, she's talking about. And so um, the, my coworker came in and said hi to me. And I said, hi, did she start complaining about I didn't um, dump the, the urine tray? I said, what are you talking about? I said, I always dump it. And I'm going somewhere with this. And I said, I always dump it. And she's like, no, 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 you don't. And so when I got off, I am learning to, uh, when somebody is saying something that that's not true, I, you know, I went and talked to the boss about it because I'm like, you know, I didn't do that. But if I did, you know, all she has to do is dump it. Don't make a big deal out of it. And so now what I'm dealing with is when I come to work, I, you know, I'm, I'm focused and stuff, but when I come to work, I have to deal with a coworker not speaking. And I'm mm. like, God, we, we're two grown people. And uh, this don't make no sense. You know, I come in and you say hi and and she's not saying nothing. 
And so I, I was just, as I was listening to you guys, I was like, you know, why am I letting this bother me? You know, um, that's something I shouldn't let bother, but I'm thinking maybe I'm letting it bother me because of the maturity that's, um, that's growing in me. You know, we grown people. You shouldn't be not talking to each other. You should be going to work. And I don't want that to to be my focus all the time. Uh, this girl is not talking to me. This girl is acting um, childish. But um, that was my that that was just more or less what I was wanting to talk about. My focusing on dealing with the clients and. My focus right now is dealing with uh, this person not wanting to talk and, you know, Lord, just take it away because that, that, that mm-hmm. there's nothing that I'm doing for her to want to not um, talk, for her to want to be childish about it. Um, there's, there's nothing I can do. So I just need to go, continue going on, working, doing, being productive, being the good person that I am. And eventually, if she comes around, that's fine. If not, then that's on her. As long as I keep my focus on that client and do the job that I'm supposed to do. And then my last thing is I have been focused on um, paying off um, different bills and stuff like that. And it, it, it really is working how the different declare how Pastor, Pastor Dion or my Sister Lisa has, you know, said it's all in the process. It it it's, it's will work. It will come, and it is coming. Um, I'm able, and I am paying off this, and I'm am paying off that, and because of this 12-hour job that I have, and because of the finance that's coming in, it's helping me to pay the things off. So that's another focus I have is I can't spend as much as I want to. Or if I do spend, I need to focus on how much I'm spending because you still need to pay off these bills. And that's all I want Mm -hmm. to say. Well, God be with you as you focus. Thank you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hi, this is beloved Barb. I just wanted to comment for Cynthia. Is this okay? Um. I know what she, how she feels when people aren't acting right on the job like you think they should be kind and courteous. But you don't know what people are going through. And you got to keep your focus on God. And then in a lot of cases, it'll be revealed what's going on. Because I have people, coworkers like that that I'm dealing with, and I continue to love on them, and I continue to be kind to them. And then, for instance, yesterday, one lady, I was like, what is wrong with her? She always tripping. Then in a quiet moment, I found out how this woman has been feeling. She has ulcers. She still has to come to work. You don't know if that person is grieving or what. We can't take things personally. We can't. We got to do our due diligence to love on people and let God handle the rest. That's all I had to say. Thank you. Amen. All right. Anybody else? All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for your contribution. I'm going to pray for us. I'll give one more time in case you were having issues unmuting. 
anybody else comments, commentary, question, observation from today's share on focus, on focus. Good morning. This is Ruth. Good morning, Ruth. Hi. Um, I absolutely love the messages. Um, these messages are always tie into my business, um, especially for the, as far as distraction goes. Um, and especially for my kids, my adult kids, I get to share the messages with them. Recently, my baby, um, well, she's not a baby, 21, Kayla, she asked for the prayer line's number. And I'm so grateful that she did. Um, our children have to deal with so many distractions these days. I mean, ooh-wee, the stuff that she'd be telling me, I was like, what? You know, um, she'd be like, Mom. And I'm just I'm just shocked at some of it's like It's like um, no rules. And I'd be like, well, where did Mama at? What? You know, I, I just almost forget that some of these kids got Mamas. Because I'm like, why do they? What, ain't nobody telling them where is their teens? Where is? You know, where are the parents of these kids? It's just like they're just running wild. So I'm grateful when my 21-year-old comes to me and she wants a prayer line number. She's always like, you know, she wants to talk to her ghost. And, and I like for her to talk to other people besides me because, you know, a lot of times they don't listen to the mamas. You know, they listen, they hear you, but they don't hear you. So I have mm-hmm. to say, you know, call Dion, call Benita, you know, call, um, you know, talk to your older sisters. Cause they think whatever I'm talking about it's like okay, mom. But I'm but 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 she listens. She'll come back after you know. She'll come back. You was right, mom. But they are dealing with so many distractions. Lord have mercy. And so this message is not only for me, but it's for my adult kids. And I just want to say, for me personally, the distractions are. Ooh, um, as far as um, I'm in the cooking business, I'm a chef, and I have to deal with, you know, um from the prepping, the shopping, the prepping, the cooking, the serving, and all this stuff. So I have to definitely be focused. And so I have to change my whole schedule, you know, from from what I used to do. I have to focus on cooking. Imagine cooking for a 1,000 people. My goodness. a 1,000 people. We cook for 1,200 people, really? I have to be focused. I cannot let know. What, so when my kids call me and people be calling me with stuff, can't, I stop answering my phone. I, I like I can't hear that. Let me call y'all back because I have to focus. If I put too much of this or that in my food, it's, it's all going off. Mm-hmm. So I have to focus. This is an important message for me this month. I have an event this weekend, 100,000 people. Wow. I'm blessed to be one of the vendors. I have to be, fo- like right now, I'm up on my way to the store because I got to go shopping this week. I'm taking off. No distractions, no nothing, no phone calls. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> focus. So thank you for this message. Focus, focus. I, w- I just wish more young people could hear it. You know what I'm saying? I-, I wish they could hear it because they are dealing with a whole bunch out there. Well, you know, as you shared, your daughter asked you for it. The- a very subtle um, suggestion, Mom. You should let your friends listen, have your friends. You ever share it with your friends? They might want to hear it too. She's a great, you know, we're able, we have our own spheres of influence. And so as she's asking you and seeing the benefit of it, then perhaps, and she might already be doing that. She may be telling others about it. Yeah. Focus, 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 focus. 
it's can be da- it can be dangerous when when we don't. So as you describe cooking, um, all of the, the variety of things, the instruments that you're using, so a knife, uh, a grater, oven, fire, all of that. I'm doing something else. I gotta I gotta give my time and attention to this. And we're going to be more effective when we're doing that. This notion of multitasking, it is really, it's, it's just, it's, it's so unfortunate that we have been conditioned to think that that is something that we should even consider. We like to say, well, I was multitasking. But the note again, uh, it's literally impossible for our brains to multitask. It's something we've been encouraged to practice, but it turns out multitasking is actually impossible. When we think we're multitasking, we're actually context switching. That is, we're quickly switching back and forth between different tasks rather than doing them at the same time. So research shows your error rate goes up 50% and it takes you twice as long to do things. So just go ahead and do the one thing, master that, get that done, and go do the other thing. And allow yourself that, that space to focus so that I can have the optimal outcome of this project of this conversation, if you've ever even focused in communicating, you got your phone out. If you look at people at a restaurant, sometimes you think, what kind of date is that? Both of them with their phones out, heads down. Y'all not even talking to each other. You said, we went out, we had a great date. What'd y'all do? Talk to everybody else. I said to someone the other day, we have access to the entire world and the world to us when we have our phones because of the internet. It is the world wide web. It's no longer just the uh, Aunt Liz and, and Uncle Mac. No, every, we got every, anybody and everybody that could access us, and we can access all kinds of stuff. But right in front of us, our focus and attention should be on the one that I'm with, the ones that I'm with. So even in that, maybe that's a nugget for somebody. Let's, let's put those phones down and give focus and time and attention to those that we're around, whatever, it, be it a meeting, a social gathering, um, while you're in service, listening to the message during praise and worship, my goodness, what are you doing with your phone? What what you doing? Anybody else? Hi, it's it's Dee Dee again. The kids are here. Let me go in this room. So I wanted to say you touched on something that was so, ooh, because I have a lot of family members that are surgical techs and dealing with the instruments and stuff, and so it hit me because when I I just had a um procedure may of last year and as uh they were you know they talked to you in the third room it's it's real sterile and there's all these different people in there this was the first time that i paid attention to how many people were actually in there and one was reading off you know everything in the room like <laughs> everything and so when you were saying that they have to be accountable for the instruments i never knew that as old as i am that you know, that the surgical tech is more, just as important as a doctor to make sure those instruments that they're using are accounted for. And so as I speak, here I am, thank you, Jesus, I'm still here. When I had my youngest daughter, and this was in the 90s, a suture was put into my intestines. So I'm like, who didn't count that? But they couldn't count the stitch. I mean, I'm just saying, nobody, Mm -hmm. the doctor wasn't focused. But thanks be to God, God was. That makes sense. I'm still here today because yes. had the enemy had his way, they had told my mom, prepare. She's not going to make it. So when you were talking about the instruments and how focused, and I can remember the doctor talking about him he, as they were putting it years ago with the, um, after I had my daughter. He was talking about getting ready to go to his lake house. I remember that. 
So he wasn't really focused on me. Maybe he was because yeah. he's done so many of these procedures that he just it was just another procedure. So when you were talking about that, even as I'm preparing, um, it's Taco Tuesday at the preschool. So I'm making bean burritos for the babies, and I'm so excited because I get to hand roll, and I'm focused. I'm not focused now because I didn't take time off to take the gloves off and get a phone. But <laughs> even when you said that multitasking, I will take time, and I'm only here part-time, but after I do what I have to do, I go on and sit with each of the kids, and they look forward to that because I'm, they know that Ms. Coco is focusing on what they what matters to them. Like they're 18 months to five, and these little people got a lot to say. What's going on? So I just wanted to share that piece with you. And again, I love, love, love listening to you. I'm gonna call you Tanya too, because you story tell. <laughs> That's a high, very high compliment. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, the hour's late. If you if it's you and you want to, now is it? Come on, going once. Hey, Jacqueline. Hey. Hey, it's Rochelle again. Real quick, Tanya got on here and and set the stage about being grateful for the playback. And I just want to encourage Ruth, when you have all this attention at your truck while the other trucks are playing music, play the playback. Sometimes it's that one thing that may catch somebody's attention. Um, I didn't go to church on Sunday because my grandbaby called me and asked me to take her somewhere. And I was just like, I'm a mess church. But the Lord says some things are more important that you stand out in other ways rather than going to church. So I needed to be there. But little did I know that there was a young lady that kind of sat next to me and had the same experiences. You know, she was raising her son and his dad had um, gotten, gotten murdered a couple of years ago. And it just took me to be able to share with her about the peace that surpasses all understanding, how to focus and let, allow God to give her that peace. So sometimes there is, when you have these tools, is to be able to use them that way. You have a platform. Play the playback on, on your loudspeaker while you're calling out their numbers because somebody standing there waiting for their food is going to hear something. That's all. just want to encourage you. It, it's there. It's essential. Use it. Thank you. That's a good tip, Shell. That's a good tip. Yeah. Um, good morning. Uh, it's uh, Brother Eric again. Hey, I just want to thank you for talking about naps and the statistics about naps. You just give me ammunition. So when I come home <laughs> from work, I like to take naps. My wife likes to call me old man, so now I can use this. But to be fair, she'll probably use the uh, the information you talked about multitasking. When I'm doing my phone, and she'll be like, "You ain't listening to me." And I can respond verbatim what she says. So that is actually in a way that kind of works towards me too, because it really says that I really focus on more what she said than on my phone. So double thank you. God bless. Well, let me give you let me give you a few more things to put in your uh in your cap uh, nap can benefit the brain with by improving your memory. Um, it helps our brain solidify memories. It says research indicates that when a memory is first recorded in the brain, in the hippocampus, to be specific, it's still fragile and easily forgotten, especially if the brain is asked to memorize more things. But napping, it seems, pushes memories to the 
neocortex, the brain's more important storage, preventing them from being overwritten. So come on, y'all, let's lean into this and then we're going to go. I was listening to something about the last five minutes of the night are the most important for us. And, and I'll, I, I think I'll challenge most, but I'm just telling you what I heard. Because we're getting ready to go into our subconscious state for the next however many hours we're going to sleep. And thinking of an extended nap, so going into sleep and all of the different phases of sleep. But if what I'm taking with me when I go to sleep I'm thinking about these things, about the good things. I'm going to take Philippians 4 and 8, whatever is honest, pure, lovely, true, uh, praiseworthy. If there be any virtue, then to think on these things that by this indication, uh, when we first, when it's first recorded, it's fragile. But napping, if a nap will do it, what will eight hours of sleep do? And that your brain doesn't know the difference between it happening if you were actually there or if you were thinking it. So before you go to bed, God has already set it up for us. He says, don't let the sun go down upon your wrath. So we're not to go to bed angry. Let's not take a nap because I'm frustrated. Let's get it out and then go to sleep because we wake up. Our brains have been doing something with that. Sub our subconscious is still at work. So yeah, naps are good. It helps our memory. It helps better learning. It helps uh, to clear information out of your brain's temporary storage areas. And I'll leave it at that. I'm not suggesting or telling anybody to take a nap because I don't know what else you have to do. But I want to do. I do want you to know the benefits of napping. Of napping. All right. Well, let's pray. Father, we thank you today again for focus. We thank you, Lord God, for our ability to focus and that you gave us your precious, dear, only begotten son, the center of interest or activity, the one who we should pay particular attention to, Jesus, who is the cornerstone, the one that the builders rejected, but God, you had a plan for him from before the worlds were framed. And we thank you that when he is our focus, everything else is in perspective. When we're listening to that one or two, three or four, all we have to do is insert the cornerstone, insert Jesus in it, and it clears up. No matter how blurry, no matter the distance, not farsighted, nearsighted, astigmatism, it doesn't matter what it is. When Jesus is inserted, God, it clears it up. So may the cornerstone, hallelujah, our chief apostle, the high priest, Hallelujah, God, that we would remember him and we would focus on him in everything. Yes, at the grocery store, in traffic, a traffic jam, making a decision at the fair, while cooking, while participating in, a, in an event that will serve 100,000 people. God, I thank you that you are our focus and you are concerned about every detail of our life. So no matter what it is, recreation, medical, financial, social, emotional, mental, physiological, it matters not, God. I thank you that when you enter into the space, it becomes clear. So where there is blurriness, where there is doubt, where there is confusion, where there is uncertainty, where there is fatigue, where there is fear, you've not given that to us, but you've given us power, love, and a sound mind. So thank you that we can shift, we can pivot, we can focus on you. We love you today, Lord God, and we bless you. And it's in Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Amen. God bless you, Jacqueline. Peace. Thank you. God bless you. Well, blessed day, everyone. Walk in victory. God bless everyone.
Have a great day, everybody.